Neha, and I am the cousin of our co-host. Please introduce yourself. You're talking about me? Oh, right, yeah. (laughs) I'm Octavia, and see, we're on Octavia and Neha, so we thought we'd go for on-cast. Just to clarify. Yeah, it was going to be on-cast, but on-cast seems to be taken by someone else, so we are the The on-cast. The on-cast. Anywhere. Yes. Mm. So, like, like, what? How do we explain our songs? I think you can tell from our accents that I'm American and they has English. Oh yeah, I'm English. Hello. <laughs> and we've just lost like twenty thousand viewers, <laughs> listeners from that rendition. Yeah. No, yes, I'm British. I'm from London, and Neha, where about you from? I'm from the good old US of A. I am from North Carolina. Nice, nice. I've been there a few times because, well, you live there. Oh, you know, I, I've been to the UK, aka London. I've because you know you live there. The UK is not also known as London. <laughs> London is the capital of England, and England is in the United Kingdom. There is no okay, also okay, known okay. as. Sorry, let me rephrase that then. The UK. Yes. But specifically, you live in London. That better? Mm. Much Great. better. I'm very impressed. Love that. Yeah. Well, we're cousins. We share the same grandparents on our maternal sides. <laughs> that sounded weird. <laughs> yeah. And we're, so we're what, nine months apart yes. in age? And I like, I think, I feel like. You all should thank me here. Well, don't thank me. If you don't like my co-host, then I apologize because it's my reason. Not my reason. It's because of my existence that you're bored. Isn't that oh, right, Neha? You know. <laughs> this is my favorite. You don't always have to take credit. Yeah. No, I am taking credit because I was born and your mom was like, man, this kid is amazing. You know, so like off she one, went. You know, because everyone comes out the same. And here yeah. I Yeah. But unfortunately, she got to the botched version instead. You know, in the second one, just not as oh, great. screw you! Oh, my God. What? So, yeah, so we're nine months apart. Um, we're cousins. You're from the US, I'm from the UK. And we're just enjoying quarantine life and thought we'd discuss it to the public. Well, by the public, we mean our oh, family. Yes. hi, family! <laughs> but if you hi, are the public... Hi, Dad! If you are the... Oh, oh my God. If you are the public, I do appreciate you listening, and I really hope you come back. Yes, we really enjoy the listeners. Do we? That sounds odd. The, the, oh, yeah, sorry. Um, the non-family related people <laughs> that... And that before. part will be edited out. <laughs> Editor, cut this out. <laughs> you mean you. Yes, but we don't talk about that. Okay, so... <laughs> Let's get down to business. So this is episode one. We've called it Quarantine Life because, yeah, we're living quarantine life at the moment. So Neha, what's quarantine life been like for you? Quarantine life has been a roller coaster. I'll tell you what. It's mixed emotions left and right. I have had so many ups and downs. But hey, in the end, I just keep telling myself it's going to be okay. But, you know, the situation is not okay. But it will be okay. So I'm doing well, I can say, over here in the good old US of A. Now, how are you on your end in the good UK? I mean, I've been getting this question quite a lot. I'd say that the best way to describe it is that I'm in limbo. 
because I mean, as you know, my so I'm off to university next year, and to get there in the UK, you need to do these exams and get these grades that um, are conditional offers for my place. My exams got cancelled, so that's great because I'd have to do any revision. Any studying, I would have been studying since well, I should have been studying since January. I was going to implement it in March. I think I have been doing a little bit. I have been digging that. Anyway, <laughs> the point it's not a revision podcast, <laughs> um, but yeah. So um, they got cancelled. So I've just been in limbo because now my grades are in the hands of my teachers. Some of them like me, some of them maybe not. But you know, if my mom listens to this, I'm not going to go further yeah. in that relationship with my friends. <laughs> but yeah. I've been in limbo. I've explained this a lot longer than necessary, and um, yeah, I'm I'm loving it to be honest. I think it's I think it's great for personal growth because in our every day to day lives, we are always very busy when it comes to school or when it comes to extracurriculars or anything else outside of those two main points that we face every single day as students, um, and we never get enough time for personal growth. And as an aspiring psychologist, I believe that it's very good for us that we are focusing on ourselves right now. And quarantine has definitely shown light on that. However, it has shown light on the fact that we need human connection. And it sucks that we are inside our houses 24-7 and we can't leave. Well, we can leave, but it's at risk of being a carrier of this virus, so... Yeah, because for you, it's based by state, isn't it? In terms of some states are in lockdown, some aren't. So for us, it's not what California went through, which is a stay-at-home lockdown. For us, it's shelter-in-place, which is a little bit more leisure or lenient, sorry, lenient than um, what is in California. So for us, we can still leave our houses. We can still go for walks. We can still go for groceries if we need to go out for a drive whereas in california at one point no one could leave their houses it had to be everybody in their homes to decline that decline that curve in the coronavirus of course so flatten the peak flatten the peak so Mm. yeah i mean for us it's i think it's so as much as london is london also known as the uk in your eyes um (laughs) yeah um, yeah the UK for us it's everyone has been told to stay at home if you if you can work at home work at home only certain industries like key work are classified as key workers so those in supermarkets and retail as in like grocery retail central work basically and they're allowed to go out, go out to work um, also if you worked in the NHS so the med- um, medical system health system sorry bad language um, yeah so the health system um yeah, so I'm stuck at home. My parents are both in education. Uh, my, uh, with my uh, dad, he doesn't actually have to go out to work. He's called upon when necessary. My mom's a principal, so she's kind of expected to always be online and ready to work. So it's different levels of, of stress course. depending on what you're doing. So I think I'm quite lucky because um, everyone who hasn't had their exams cancelled are so expected to do online learning. Like, I know course, you are. Yeah, yeah, over here, it's virtual learning all the way. Yeah. Whereas we haven't been told to do that because we're just kind of waiting to move on to our next educational right. institution. So for more just, I think I'm still learning. Like I've, I do online courses now. I have completed the online human rights course by Amnesty International. That's amazing. So that's been oh, quite yeah. cool. I yeah. Like that. Learning about the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. 
if you guys want a fact, uh, let's see, Hansa Mehta, who is from Gujarat, which is where, you know, we originate from on our mum's side. Mm-hmm. Mums. Mums. We don't have to say mum. Different mums. For- <laughs> um, so she was the first lady of Gujarat, and she was actually in India, and she was responsible for um, the first um, article was meant to be called All Men uh, Are Born with, uh, wow. Equal. But she made sure the all humans, so that way there's a quality. She's trying to make sure it's a declaration that represents everyone. It's not just, you know, because we tend to favor men or male terminology. I, oh yes, because it's yes. thing. It comes from there. But that's, that's not interesting. True. But anyway, my boring facts of well, today. You guys look forward to all those. Let me give you a fact because I too have been taking online courses. Only two, though, um, based off of my online system that I have going on. I, as an aspiring psychologist, if I said before, a fun fact. Yeah, we don't need to hear that, mate. <laughs> we know. Okay, well, listen. <laughs> Whatever, okay? Ugh. Anyways, a fun fact. Let me say it. It's aspiring, not aspiring. Aspiring, aspiring. Tomato, tomato, this... potato, potato. If Neha's going to keep this part in, I don't think she should, but if she is, we're on a Zoom call at the same time, so I can still see her face reactions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, my fun fact for the day awesome. that I'd like to put in is that, yes, this is very well known, but human brains have its own way of operating, and I have seen the diagram of a dog's brain, and there are some parts that are the same as a human's. However, there are some missing portions of the brain that we have that they don't have. And that is, gives an explanation of why dogs are the way they are. So, for instance, they can't talk. And there's a part of the brain that has a lot to do with verbal language and learning different languages and vocabulary all that good stuff and dogs don't have that however they do have a part of the brain where they are able to listen and comprehend to orders which is what makes them the dog listening to their owner so fun fact for that day for the day for the day that that fact was bitching thanks thanks man it's so cool science it'll blow your brains Wow. Well, um, let's see. Well, has anything funny happened to you in quarantine? I know we've both learned a lot, but what about anything entertaining? So, I'm trying to think, because quarantine is filled with nothingness at this point. Very poetic. But... <laughs> <laughs> Big void. <laughs> this void. Um, but... Upside down. Yeah, actually, there's actually a pretty funny story. So... Here's the thing. In quarantine, we're not allowed to see family long distance wise because of the risk of getting corona. And so we do this weekly task of calling our family on Zoom. And I think everybody at this point is very well familiar with Zoom. And on these calls, you know, we have some good laughs. We have a couple family arguments. Little topic for another day. Um, And some cool story times. And... (laughs) One funny thing is that our dear co-host on this podcast made a funny joke to her to her aunt, my mom, and they were on the subject of growing vegetables. And my mother. Oh, do we explain it? What? But in yeah, that, go ahead. She go was. Ahead. She didn't understand. So 
obviously you understand science behind it. Nehemiah's explaining it where there's nutrients in all parts of a vegetable or a fruit. So obviously you plant a fruit or vegetable inside soil or mud, it will grow into a vegetable tree or plant or I don't know. I don't actually know botanical science, but um, I'm a, that's kind of common knowledge. Anyway, so she was so shocked by it. Everyone else in the Zoom call, we have about five five cameras, but then multiple people within the cameras were all very entertained by this. <laughs> we were still swapping snarky looks as much as you could on a Zoom call with a bunch of rectangles in a big rectangle. <laughs> but um, yeah, so then, so then I was like, well, you know, if you get a cup, so you, the thing is, the trick with your mum there was that you've got to really set it up for her and yeah so I thought let me set it up for her. I'm making her sound thick she's not she's a very intelligent lady um someone who I respect Some, and admire and aspire moments. to be she has her ditzy moments <laughs> yeah like mother like daughter anyway <laughs> so um so I was like to her well you know what you could do is she likes to bake and I gave her like a baking hack and I think this is genuinely quite a good um hack I've seen it on Pinterest uh, I've seen it on like TikTok videos. It's like trending, where <laughs> what you do is if you've got if you've got um, like a flower bed of sorts, or like um, my aunt, our other aunt, she's got like a vegetable plantation there. What you could do is when you eat a cupcake, it comes in a wrapper, doesn't it? As, as most cupcakes do. So then once you finish the cupcake lining or the wrapper, instead of chucking it away in the trash can or the bin. What you can do is you plant it and then if you water it every day and, you know, you um, put sunlight on it, what you end up having is a cupcake liner that's just been thrown in soil. But for her, <laughs> I made it sound like, you know, it turned into a cupcake oh tree. <laughs> and I got the dirtiest look you could ever get through a Zoom. And then I was like, well, there's obviously, <laughs> she's she's also someone who, loves her mac laptop like i remember when we were kids um but we still are youthful yep. but when we were like children neha was never allowed to touch this oh, apple Jesus. mac laptop like she wasn't allowed <laughs> she was like can't touch it neha can't touch it that was like the number one and rule. i understand why well yeah of course like neha walks around with grubby fingers and is a very reckless oh, person you. so i understand oh, <laughs> so then i told i explained to uh your mom i was like well you know what you could do is the next time that she decides to do something like that, just destroy a laptop, what you do is that because it's an Apple laptop, it's got, you know, it's organic. It's an actual Apple. So what if a bit of a, there's a bit of a bite taken out, but it's an actual Apple Mac. So you just take the broken remnants and you turn that into an Apple Mac tree. Oh, and that got me the biggest mingle, middle finger you could ever get, <laughs> including the fact that our grandma was <laughs> But um, yes, yeah, so it's created this very long standard banter between the two of us, which Neha very much enjoys. Of course, it's my favorite story. <laughs> so yes, so if you guys want any Pinterest hacks or TikTok baking hacks, um, yeah, I think that's the best oh, one. Plant some cupcake wrappers and you'll get a cupcake yeah. tree. Yeah, yeah, and if you have little... Just actually don't do that. We care about the environment. Don't litter. <laughs> Please don't. This is a joke. <laughs> and, and, and you know, if, if you do do this... A little life hack is that if you leave little crumbles of whatever that cupcake was, you'll grow that cupcake. Little crumbles of red velvet um, cupcake, you'll grow a red velvet tree. <laughs> yeah. You will either grow a red velvet tree or you will then obtain a host of ants and a big fat ant nest. Yep. <laughs> so whatever, 
you know, it's just a 50-50 chance of what you might end up with. Hopefully you get the cupcake yeah. tree. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> speaking of, like, I think there's definitely a funny experience in quarantine, but I think the other thing everyone's been doing is watching a hell of a load of TV. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think Netflix... Did you see that Netflix have had, like, an increase in the amount of accounts they had in viewership? Because everyone's at of home. Course. Yeah. But I think one thing that's been taken... Because we've... I've obviously got the top 10 shows in the UK. You've got the top 10 shows in the US of A, as you like to say. <laughs> <laughs> and number one in both was Too Hot to Handle. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So I've finished it. And where are you at? Oh, episode four. <laughs> yes. So this is our first episode. And we planned this. We've been planning this for a while now. And the homework we did give each other was to finish Too Hot to Handle. So I had to sit through this like very exotically filmed extravagant beautiful reality show which isn't what i usually like to watch because it's utter trash just like love island i'm sorry i'm the one teenager or ex-teenager who's now an adult Woo-hoo, Woo! um i'm the one <laughs> i'm the one person who didn't really watch love island and now i had to sit through too hot to handle because you know i was responsible to my co-host and our lead kind of person on this and Neha, how much did you watch? Okay, there are two sides to this story. When we were planning... The correct side and your dramatized side. No, not my dramatized side. This is straight facts. I'm spitting straight truths. Here, when we were planning, you said, okay, you know, we'll watch a couple episodes just to get the feel for it and to get the concept of it. That's what you said. Nope, nope. I said... We've got to finish the no. show because it's already been out for a week or so. So we've got a binge. I did say, look, I know you've got schoolwork and stuff, so I don't mind. But you decided to start watching the show last night. I got through four episodes. You better be proud of me. It was 10 o'clock at night. I got through four. And think about it. If you... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, so Neha, eight episodes. Half of eight is four. If you started the other four the night before then, you would have finished it by now. Who did that plan? Oh, I did that plan. Anyway, so now we're going to discuss it. And before I was going to be nice about it and, you know, stop at episode four with my opinions. But I'm going to spoil the hell out of the show. So if you haven't seen Too Hot to Handle, forward the next however many minutes or 30 seconds or whatever. I don't know. And unless you want to hear Naya and squeamishly uh, be upset about me spoiling it. So let's start with the end. Episode eight. Okay, okay, maybe that's too mean. Why don't we start off with a gist of the show so basically the gist do you know the gist i have no watch stuff okay listen i know the the whole concept of it okay so basically the the producers have hired all of these hot instagram babes and these models and it's this so unrealistic and dreamland of hot people on one island, what looks like a tropical island, which is absolutely gorgeous. It's a, it's a retreat. It's a retreat, yes. And they're all, they're, they're all known as serial swipers on Tinder. Yes. You Like, they just swipe right. They don't really go at the emotional connection. They're very much about the physical relationship and the physical hookup side right. of life. Right, and to dumb that down, basically one night stands and a good old time for, you know, a few hours. But basically... <laughs> More like seconds, seconds and minutes. yes. <laughs> Oh my god. But basically, they have hired 
what maybe like 10 people was it 10 or was it like eight people it's not i don't know if it's hired but yeah there's 10 people that have been put on this retreat Mm -hmm. and they've been so obviously our knowledge of you know sexy singles on a reality show is love island so they you can tell they've come onto the show expecting it to be something like that then for 12 hours they're allowed to mingle they're allowed to talk to each other and they're like to get to know each other you know you see these guys talking to these girls they're like what's up you know I don't want to take things too quickly, you know, like, you know, let's get to know each other. We've got time. Then after 12 hours, they find out no sex, no kissing, no touching, no self-gratification of <laughs> That was kind. the nicest phrase they've ever said. <laughs> yes. And then one guy was like, what is that? And then everybody's <laughs> like, mate, no masturbating. And they're like, oh! No, I think it was Harry. I think it was Harry. He looks not. like somebody who wouldn't know what that means. It might have been. No offense. No offense. Nah, he, he, what, he, yeah, no, 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 none taken. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so it's about them trying to get to know each other. And they're all obviously definitely very attractive. They're all in each other's leagues. And they now have to keep it in their pants. <laughs> and we get to watch them. Oh, yes. Oh, wait. The big point of this is that there's a $100,000 prize mm-hmm. fund. And every time you break the rules, that money money gets deducted. So, yeah. Would you like to explain how much a, a little action is? Well, okay, so $100,000, right? If So when they, obviously, they're going to break the rules. It wouldn't be a good show if they haven't. So I do apologize for that spoiler of the many you're going to hear. Um, so when they kiss, that is a spoiler of $3,000. I mean, a spoiler, oops. A deduction <laughs> of $3,000. Um, if, so then... I'm trying to say it without being too crass. Um, <laughs> if they have intimate relations in which one side benefits while the other one implements, that's about six grand. And then if they actually have sex, that's a $20,000 deduction. Which And the other thing is... God. Which is literally almost a full-year tuition of college going down the drain... And it annoys the absolute crap out of me that these people can keep it in their pants. Just oh. well, yeah, you can see what our current priorities are. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Finance and tuition. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then they have that. Um, they lose twenty grand for that. They lose six grand, three grand. It can depend, and and it's all powered by this AI called Lana. Love Lana. And she is just the, yep, she's just a speaker, and she is watching them, and she then gets to tell them, oh, um. She, she put, sends them on workshops, she sends them on dates, and she's kind of the puppeteer of the show, but it's obviously an AI powered by producers. And, uh, yeah, so it's quite entertaining. Uh, from the... Yeah, there's, like, who's your favourite couple on it? Oh, no, your favourite person, because they're not all couples, let's say. That's the thing as well, is that you don't have to form a couple. It's just about all these people with physical connections developing some sort of personal growth to think about other stuff besides sex. Right. Yeah, so we, I think, no, let's start with, you're very much someone who appreciates male beauty. Yes. And I like to come, <laughs> I think this should be a segment every time we watch a show, Neha's hottest man on the show. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so can I start with who I thought it was? Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Yes, yeah, so there was this, so Neha's famed for really having a crush on Keanu Reeves, both young and old version, you know. Yes, I really hope your husband will be Keanu Reeves. Then you know you can give me some money. Oh, they got standards. Um, they got to have standards. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, um, 
there's this guy called Matthew on the show, and he's got this like he looks like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he, he Jay looks like Jesus. The show really milked this idea of him looking like Jesus. He's got cross tattoos, butterfly tattoos. He's got long hair, and he's so hip. Like he doesn't take his shirt off all the time, but you can see he's ripped underneath. Mm-hmm. And he just feels like he's so spiritual. So I thought little Miss Birkenstocks over here would love him. Mm-mm. So then who is your hottest man on the show then? Because clearly so, I was wrong. Yes, clearly you are wrong. Because my standards for men have changed over time. And so basically... So wait, so wait. Let me... Can I also clarify? Yes. Actually, no, yeah. You yeah, go well, for it. You know, you go like for it. You go clarify. for it. Clarify. Please go. Well, put it this way. From what I know about your answer... Clearly, I put you in the deep end thinking you'd be a very intelligible swimmer, and you've gone straight to the <laughs> oh, shallow shut end. Up. So, who do you? No, listen, okay, okay. I will admit, I am a sucker for an Aussie accent. So, yes, my crush on this show is Harry the Aussie. I love him. He is a cutie, he has the accent, he is, you know, obviously very physically attractive. But also, he's got a cute little personality going on for him. And immediately... So you'd really like... You'd like him to be from and go down under. Wow! That was pretty good. I, I, if you were here, I'd give you a good old crisp high five, man. That was pretty good. I get a zoom five. five. Woo. All right, yeah. That was pretty good. It was pretty good. But yeah. Mm-hmm. For the sake of our family... No, I wouldn't because I'm a good... I'm a good... I'm a goody-goody. I'm a goody-goody, I promise. <laughs> all right so you liked harry and so harry has an on and off thing with francesca yes and seeing as if neha watched the whole so actually no where you are at the moment you're in episode four mm-hmm. out of eight what is the deal between harry and francesca so there is this tension slash these feelings for each other but francesca continues to pursue other men and so as of right now she is kind of pursuing Kells. We have no idea what this woman is after based off of all of her previous behavior. Well, basically, basically, uh, she goes on a date with Kells, realizes she still likes Harry, stays with Harry, and then in episode six or seven, three new people come on board. The, the One guy's right? called Corey. The, yeah, I guess, oh yeah, yeah, the grenade, yeah. Okay, maybe you do know some stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, and Mm. yeah and um but she goes on a date with him but she still realizes her true love's harry and through their development they're allowed to stay in the private suite and the privacy is known as the suite is known as the ultimate test of chastity where you're in a private room you're meant to get to know each other talk deeply really find the deep emotional connections well they end up having sex and losing the fund of 20 losing the pot of twenty thousand dollars so lucky harry in Francesca <laughs> I don't know if you... but yeah for me I think yeah I don't know I think actually, to be honest I did think Harry had a, had a lot of personal growth I agree I did like him at the end at first I don't think he was going to be able to make it I thought at this point you know five minutes into the show when the rules were set all this good stuff he would have walked right out because before this all even happened him and Francine little Francine were getting a little frisky in the what was it the francesca whatever? yeah whatever francine. Francine. i like francine we'll she francine. sounds like a hottie yeah we're gonna, we're gonna call her francine 
Lolo Francine. Francine. She's the head of the nursing home walking around on her little... Uh, I'm Francine! Well, her and Harry were getting very frisky right before the ban of sex started. Sex ban started. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, In total, they lost $32,000 from the amount of rules they broke. It's too much. <laughs> but then that leads on to... Because I was going to ask you about what the best drama of the show was. I can tell you. And I was telling you this earlier. Go I on. can tell you thus far in the show, my favorite drama section that has happened is Bryce coming on. Mr. Casanova. Oh. Oh, God. Would you like to explain? Would you like to explain? Casanova? Casanova. He's, to be honest, I should have. Is he your type? No. No, God, no. <laughs> you don't like a guy on the boat? Is he's on a boat. No. He can sing terror. Did you hear him sing? Did you get to the part where he was singing? Yes, he is horrible. <laughs> so bad. I wanted to bleed. Oh my, my god, ears. him and Chloe. I was only someone like Chloe. Oh no. Okay, yeah. So wait, so let me explain the drama a bit quickly. Um as much as they lost thirty two thousand pounds of dollars, and the final episode, um, they were given the opportunity to win it back by going back to that private suite. And this time, that private suite was full of lots of different play toys and all sorts, <laughs> things to really pull out their sexual energy from them and really get them to utilise it in any way they please. But they weren't allowed to do any physical touch. If they did not touch the whole night, not even holding hands or anything like that, they would win back the 32 grand that they lost. And that created a lot of drama. Like They're very good about their suspense, Netflix are. They really pulled all the music. Everyone was just like bitching about them, going, "Oh my god, they're not gonna lose it. They're not gonna. They're not gonna win. They're not gonna win." They obviously can't get their hands up each other, but they did. Like I was so proud of them. They did not touch that whole night, wow. or whether or not the producers were very selective. What they did, but I, I think I genuinely think that they didn't do that. They didn't touch, and they won back thirty grand. So yes, yeah, so there's a lot of the, um, drama. If you ever do get that far in the series, you will then be spoiled from it. So I'm really happy about that. <laughs> whatever okay but honestly hearing <laughs> you're not gonna live this down no i'm never gonna live this down oh my god not even like three years from now when like we're watching other things there are new like tv shows i'm always gonna remember oh you know you only got to episode four and i finished the whole thing yeah. neha found it too hot to handle she couldn't continue wow. boom traumatic irony wow, <laughs> um, wow. Wouldn't be wrong. Yeah. Wouldn't be wrong. But oh my goodness. But what favorite drama fest that has gone on? Well, that was it. That was it. The tension of were they or were they not going to like be able to contain themselves and do oh, it? Because okay. evidence points to the, to the opposite. They totally. So yes, yeah, so evidence. Po- um, evidence. Yeah, evidence between the show or from the show pointed to them not being able to do it. And I think they did a good job. They really made sure that they they'd grown. I mean, by then the show they said the love album. Oh, really? They said I love you to each other. Oh, I yeah. Didn't know that. And um, yeah, of course you didn't. Um, <laughs> Harry then. <laughs> Harry also said that he will move to Vancouver from Australia what? for her to be with her. Mm. Dude, do you think it's gonna actually happen though? That's the true question. After well, all this goes down. This, so I found out some stuff. Oh. This was filmed in 2019 in April, I think. Or last early last year. Mm-hmm. A year later, they are still active on Instagram as a couple. Oh, 
love yeah. that. So as of 2020 in April, they're together. I love that. But at least they make it seem like they are. But um, yeah. Wonderful. But yeah, so let's go on to like our... Uh, who do you think is the most toxic? I think we'll have the same answer. Who's the most toxic and the worst character in the show? Okay. So, my original answer would have been Francine. But honestly, Francesca. the instigator is Haley. Yeah. She, it's Haley. I mean, Haley totally fancied Francesca. Although, in an article I'd read where she um, was speaking in it, she actually said that she was she doesn't fancy her. It was kind of the friendship, and she fancied it a little bit, but it wasn't going to turn to anything more. Uh-huh. It didn't. Okay. But um, Haley was such a bitch. Oh wait, she was. You don't know this. Okay, so she was asked to leave. Lana asked her to leave the retreat because she wasn't trying enough and was causing more issues than solutions and helping people's growth. So she was kicked off. That is probably the best thing that would have ever happened on this show. Not gonna lie. Yes, mm-hmm. Harry and good old Francine becoming a couple is very good. But yeah. Lana doing that work. I love that. Yeah, and then Matthew left. Matthew left? Yeah, Jesus he left. was like, um, he found no emotional connection. He, You know those three grenades you're talking about? He thought he'd connect with one of those hot people. Mm-hmm. He didn't. And then he says, I really loved it here, but I gotta leave. I think in my fantasy world, not that I think about them a lot, to be honest, <laughs> but if I ever did, I think Matthew was turned on by Haley's bitchiness and went to chase her to her Floridian sorority. Oh, the sex cop he is. Yes. I, honestly, <laughs> no, I could see that. I could really see that. I really They're thought, like a little tumultuous. I really thought that, you know, Nicole and Matthew would have worked. Yeah, they did look like good friends. Although, when he left, she did say in the confessional, she was like, oh, um, he was like a big brother to everyone. I'm really going to miss Aww. him. So I think it was more of a platonic sibling relationship. Yeah. Oh. He got friendzoned by all the girls, basically. I feel so bad. He's a good looking dude. He's really sweet. Mm. Maybe it's just, you know, there are other factors about him that no one really liked. Or there, something like just got in the way kind of thing. Mm. So. so from your four episodes and you being an aspiring psychologist, <laughs> um... <laughs> Would you? Who would you love to psychoanalyze with your knowledge you've had so far? Okay. And what would you say about them? Okay. So everybody thinks the exact same way. So there's no way for me to pinpoint one person. So basically looking at this and generalizing, I would love to just go and interview, if I could, in a dream world, I could interview each and every one of them. And by interview... You mean like therapize them? Yes. Fix them. Not fix okay. them, but just ask questions. Yeah, whatever. And like understand. Help them with their personal growth, just like the retreat tried to do. Yes. Like try to understand mentally what they were going through. Because I had the clever phrase that came up in my head that this is a nymphomaniac's rehab. Because when they first <laughs> came on the show, it was just a sex fest. Everybody was a sex fiend coming on and they were just like oh my god i'm so ready to you know screw this girl go down on this woman maybe even kiss that dude over there you know and i was just like wow this is everyone has the same mentality no one is different well maybe matthew matthew was a little bit more mature than everyone else uh, i think kels is too Kels is too i agree kels was on a whole different level with matthew i think but 
besides those two, everyone else was on the same wavelength. And I was, and I was just thinking to myself, how are they going through life and not truly creating relationships? And it just, it bothered me. But after seeing the next few episodes up until episode four, and of course I will watch more later, I can see that everybody's really trying and growing personally to grow a new relationship like thoroughly without sex and like physical contact Mm. because yes as we all know physical contact in a relationship is very important but that's not all the relationship is based on it's based on true human connection and so i just thought it was so interesting to see everybody grow and especially chloe chloe had me by surprise (laughs) like ditzy little woman chloe was the best she's this from essex a proper essex accent and she was definitely the most entertaining person to watch. Oh, of course. She was funny. She was great. Mm. So great. But, yes. Yeah. That is from a generalized psychological point of view. Yeah. All right. Mm. Well, cool. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, well, going off of your personal growth thing about these people, I really want to spoil something else for you. So, Go ahead. You know, Sh- <laughs> where are you at in the Sharon and Rhonda relationship? Okay. So, Rhonda has googly eyes for David. And, um, did you see him cry? Yes. Oh my gosh. That was so. David's the best character. David is a very good person. I will admit, he has grown himself. Oh, yeah. Also, doesn't he look like a Walmart version of James Bond? Sorry, I just have to ask. (laughs) What do you mean by Walmart version? Like, very cheap version of the actor who plays James Bond. Like, he has characteristics, like physical characteristics. He's a younger version. Yes. Daniel Craig's old. Yeah, Daniel Craig is really old. <laughs> but anyways, sorry. Yes, I, I, I do believe David is a very good character or person, excuse me. Um, but I am at a po- I am in the point in the episode where Sharon is having internal problems with himself trying to open up. That's where I'm at. Mm. Well, you'll be happy or annoyed at me to hear that um, she David steps back. So Sharon and David have a heart to heart. <laughs> so um, you'll be happy to hear or annoyed to hear from me that um, uh, Sharon's obviously very annoyed at David for going after Rhonda. Of course. And David, the like emotional, gentle guy he is, has a heart to heart with Sharon. Right. And by the end of it, tells Sharon, you know, you need to step it up and you need to fight for her and oh. like fix up your attitude. So then they have like a nice bro moment, like a bromance moment. And then he goes after Rhonda, mm-hmm. and the they then they then for the next episode really growing as a couple. Oh, uh, that's they, so good. Yeah, he then like asks her to be his girlfriend. Oh. Like it was so cute, like in episode seven or something. And then the final part of their development is, and nobody knows this. Like you're watching it, you have no idea till like seven episode seven. Mm-hmm. She then reveals that she has a kid. Are you serious? Ron- Rhonda's a mum, yeah. And she has had this emotional turmoil because she doesn't usually... She never gets far enough in a relationship to ever actually say, you know, I love... I, I have a son. She Because she needs to make sure they're close enough. And then she felt that her and Sharon were at that level. Right. And um, he was just like, cool, that's so dope. And, oh like, he really said that he wanted to... Yeah. He, like, really wants to, like... Im- meet him and get to know him i'll be honest i could i couldn't tell from instagram specifically and i so i don't know because i just go based off are there any posts are there anything on their stories whatever mm-hmm. it didn't look so obvious so i don't know where the sharon and ronda 
relationship is at. But yeah, so she's uh, she's she's a mom. That's so sweet. I love that. Like, that's I I would have thought you know, Sharon is the type of dude who would run immediately after hearing that Rhonda is you know having a child or has a child. Excuse me, and mm. she's um, like two or three. Yeah, and it just it. It makes me sad. It makes me so happy to know that Sharon is there for her because most dudes would have ran at that point, hearing that the other person had a child, and especially so not late in the relationship, but just like normally someone would say that at the beginning, and that's when they would run. But I feel like she, mm-hmm. like she truly took the time to get to know him, and after getting to know each other, um, it's just so good that she told him that, and he's still for it. I love that. Yeah, so like, because I, I think I think it's a relationship, such a nice development that I wonder if the lack of information available about if they're together or not is to kind of let us as an audience keep that spark alive. You know, like we don't want to see them mm-hmm. end up not together. But then again, it's yeah. their personal lives. So we can't hope. Like, oh, I really right. stay together. You know, know, you have to stay together. Like, I don't understand people who are that obsessive. Like, right. chill out. <laughs> mm. <laughs> But yeah, so that was what? So that was too hot to handle. I think I think I'm glad I watched it because for once I'm part of the social media trend. And Me, yes, I agree. Yeah, but it's so annoying to watch a show like that where they're all free, on a retreat, able to be as close as they want to people within reason of the rules, and mm. I'm at home sitting on my sofa with pajamas on, and. <laughs> Yeah, in the dark with my hair not having been washed for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Me too, though. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you know, just sitting there going, oh, I'm in quarantine or lockdown. Like, I can't wait for this to be over. We can live too hot to handle. Because, you know, not that I'm at that stage of their attractiveness and physical being. Me, me. Yes, yeah. I agree. But you know, going but to the club out there for the two of us. Yeah, it's, going it's to the club, we're like, "Who's my Nicole? <laughs> Who's my Chloe?" <laughs> You'd be like, "Where's Matthew? Who's my Harry? No, where's my Matthew?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I wish it. I ship you in Jesus. You ship me in Jesus, even yeah. though I have like no attraction. Well, Jesus has a six pack. Did you know that? Is he really? In my um. Because I went to a Catholic school, um, the statues of Jesus on the cross. He had a he had a fill and rip. I think it was six or an eight pack. So we'd be in oh, church. My- yeah, we'd be in the church listening to like um, a speech or set, like some sort of presentation, and we'd just be watching at the back, going, "Oh my god, they've actually they've chiseled in on a marble statue <laughs> or a copper statue a bloody eight pack." Could you imagine somebody just going into church and they're, you know, supporting, being moral support for someone, you know, a loved one or a friend or whatever. And they're just sitting there like, damn, Jesus is hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, it's like, what the hell did he eat at his last supper if on the cross? He looks like that. He obviously went <laughs> keto or had some paleo spread for him to still remain and not be uh, bloated when he was up there. Uh, oh, man, yeah. that... I don't know. Who knew that Too Hot to Handle, a show like this, could lead to a lovely segue about Jesus the legend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, 
yeah, too hot to handle in Jesus. I think that is a great bunch of topics we covered for our first episode of the Oncast. It's quite cool. Yes, <laughs> it's it's quite cool. I love it. Yeah, yeah let's like, see what happens a... with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... thank you guys for listening. I hope yes, you enjoy our you. next episode. We're gonna try and we're gonna see how much you can post because you know Neha, you're working very hard. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's the part where you say it back to me, but fine, I haven't earned it. Whatever. Um... Uh, homegirl is. <laughs> You know, not really doing anything because you don't have school. Excuse me, I'm learning about the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. <laughs> so, why are you laughing at me? Eleanor Roosevelt's okay. going to be well pissed okay. at you, man. All, all right. All jokes aside, you are also working very hard. And thank you, know, you. We both are putting in so much work into the podcast and to make it super entertaining for everyone to listen to, especially the fam who is listening as. Yes, so thank you for listening. Please tune in for the next one. Yeah, and like if anyone has any, yeah, if you have any ideas of what you want us to do, what you want us mm-hmm. to like post about, talk about, we're going to find that very interesting. Email us at theoncastpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. The Oncast Podcast. And, you know, I've got it logged yes. in. We're going to try and make this a proper thing every couple of weeks or every week. I'm So, yeah. <laughs> and we'll see you next, next week. We'll time. see you. See you next we'll time. See you next time on the podcast, <laughs> the Oncast podcast. Thank you. Lovely.